Welcome back to the podcast. So let's just say learning how to balance dad life and work life when you work from home has proven to be a bigger challenge than I've ever, ever thought. I've always been very go with the flow. That's just how I operate. I'm very much a person who can just kind of take a risk and just roll with the punches. I think that's something I learned from being an understudy on Broadway for years. It's like, okay, I'm on. It's going to be what it is. It's going to be the best I can do considering the circumstances, however long I've had to rehearse, whatever. You cannot rehearse for this. Like It's just been so challenging. So I had to take the week off to really center myself one of the things I've learned over the last week or so is that I need to have better systems in place and be able to stay more organized. And for that, I'm really glad that I found this thing called The Creator's Companion by Thomas Frank, who is a productivity specialist on YouTube that I found, literally found him on an airplane on like a Skillshare video that was on United. And I was like, First off, he's super cute. But second off, I'm so into his productivity items because he really has perfected like digital productivity skills and I've learned so much from him. And I've now started moving pretty much all my productivity to Notion, which is a software that is kind of this like really cool all-in-one database-based customizable software so that I don't no longer need to use all the different items I was using before, which was like Asana and Trello and all these other, you know, Monday or any of those productivity things. I can now kind of keep it all in one place. And in fact, it's helping me even organize and systemize my Google Drive and my Dropbox items and help me communicate with my team better. So, you know, building this out takes time. But what's really cool with Notion is that you can get templates from people and experts. And Thomas Frank created this very cool thing for content creators called the creator's companion it's a template on notion so if you've never explored notion you should definitely go check out some of thomas frank's videos but if you are looking for an all-in-one platform to manage and track your projects as a content creator creator's companion is awesome and so customizable and super cool and i have a link for you in uh, the description down below if you use this link it's an affiliate link so that actually by clicking on it it costs you nothing and it helps support this podcast and it would mean so much to have you do so and now on with the show today's episode first off is all about growth all right if you don't understand a growth mindset if you're not like into personal development if you've never worked with a coach there's a lot of lingo that floats around in the coaching community the coaching world people talk about a growth mindset i'm a a bit of a junkie when it comes to personal development work i've pretty much taken all the courses and worked you know, virtually with so many of like the top coaches and consume their content because I, I find it fascinating. And for me, having grown up young uh, in the South in a very conservative part of the country as a gay kid, I didn't really have role models of how to be my best self. And so I am sort of obsessed with it now. And of course, I didn't really become obsessed with personal development until I made the decision to get sober. I've talked about my path to sobriety and why that's super important to me. And if you're somebody who feels like they're struggling with addiction, there's help, you're not alone. But I was obsessed with 
with like self-help books even before I got sober. But I used to read self-help books thinking that meant that I needed to get better by myself. And that's just not true. You need support, you need help. And that is where a community comes in and that's where coaches come in. So just remember, you don't have to do it by yourself. The point is that I learned that growth is scary for so many of us because it requires an ability to get uncomfortable. So what I see now is in the world, and you see this, what's happening sort of in the country, in the US, is this holding on to where we are so that we can remain comfortable, right? A lot of people, like when they're saying, make America great again, means that they're so afraid of change, right? That we want it to just stay the way that it was. That scares people. Change is scary because it requires you to evolve. It requires you to think differently. It requires you to get uncomfortable in order to grow. And that's the thing I've learned. Like if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. And for some people, they may not want to grow. So that means that they're going to stay safe and comfortable with wherever they are. But the truth is that growth is inevitable. So whether you're digging your heels in trying to slow down growth, or if you're leaning into the discomfort or not, it's gonna happen. One creator, as I said, we're starting a new series where the creator of the week, a creator who I really, really love to listen speak, but also makes me slightly uncomfortable, is Alok Vindeman. Alok is a non-binary person who speaks prolifically on behalf of non-binary, gender non-conforming trans people. And what's interesting about Alok is when you see Alok, they express themselves in so many colorful ways. There's this really interesting mix between masculine and feminine, meaning like you see their body hair, but they're wearing gorgeous, colorful gowns and earrings. And that's uncomfortable, right? We're used to if you're going to be feminine, you have to wax your shoulders and your chest hair. If you're going to be masculine, you can't wear earrings, right? And what Alok does visibly is not give a shit first off, which I think is awesome, but really pushes people's visual understanding of gender. And that's uncomfortable for so many of us who grew up in a time where, man, I if if I could go back in time and be nine years old and see that, I wonder if I would have worn more dresses and worn more earrings and been okay with it. But that wasn't something that was allowed for someone like me at my age and my and my generation. And so what I think if you haven't checked out Alloc, go listen to some of the speeches that they do. They're going on tour go check them out. It's uncomfortable because they aren't trying to win you over in soft, charming, gentle ways. They are just expressing themselves the way that they feel is necessary. And if you can look past what you see visually and hear what they say, you're going to see what you see visually in a totally different way. And I say that because I think about when I hear and witness some of the things that Alok says, I think, wow, I wish my family could hear this. I wish my brothers could hear this. But I know that if they looked at this person speaking right now, they wouldn't hear a thing that they say because they would be too disturbed by their looks. And that is sad to me. That's just sad to me. And that's why I think it's so, that's why I want you to go consume their content. Because if it makes you uncomfortable, lean into it. 
there's something to learn here. If it makes you uncomfortable, it's because you need to grow in this area. And that's what I'm learning for myself, right? I'm uncomfortable being in Texas. I'm not going to lie. I, as my therapist says, I've returned to the scene of the crime. <laughs> and yet I'm, I'm remaining here and I'm staying here and I'm not necessarily hiding from the experience I'm having being in Texas because it feels necessary for my growth to continue to push through the discomfort of being here. Since being here, I've relived a lot of past trauma that I think I pushed away because I was able to geographically not being in Texas. While trauma is uncomfortable and um, difficult emotionally to process, it's incredibly necessary to push through the discomfort. It's something I learned in sobriety, right? Is whether you feel your feelings or not, I used to try to numb my feelings all the time through drugs, alcohol, through sex. Now, I have to feel my feelings because I've made a commitment each day to getting sober. And through feeling those feelings, I become a stronger version of myself. And what I used to do is try to avoid them, but they're going to find you anyway. They're going to sneak up on you in some process at some point. And I think that New York was my escape from this. And now that we're here, thank you, COVID-19, who would have thought I'm now really processing this and processing it through new, a new lens of being a new father. What things am I willing to tolerate for my family and for my son versus what I was able to tolerate for myself? And something that's come up and why I think Alok is um, a great example of someone to bear witness to on social media is I've had several conversations with people here who are friends and family who love us. And you're probably wondering, what's, what's, why is Brett talking about this in regards to Creativity Tuesday? If we don't move through our trauma and our emotions, our creativity is going to always be blocked. And if you don't grow as an artist, as a creator, as a creative, as a person, if you're not willing to grow, if you're not willing to push the discomfort, you're not going to push yourself into new skills, into new processes, into the evolution of creativity. Because creativity is an evolution, just like social media is all evolving all the time. So you have to be willing to not always know exactly, get into this comfortable place as soon as it's just like having a kid. Like as soon as you get comfortable with one thing, they're teething, they're eating solid foods, they're doing the next thing. So discomfort, uncomfortability is how we grow. I've had several conversations with a couple of people, mostly white, straight men, going to be really honest here, and they don't even realize what the queer community is dealing with, especially on a state level, like here in Texas and what was happening in Florida with the Don't Say Gay bill and many other states that we're not hearing things about. But here in Texas, the GOP platform for the November election is running on this platform that among other things, but part of their platform is that they think gay marriage uh, should you know marriage should be between a man and a woman and that homosexuality is an basically an abomination it's abnormal is the word i think that they use on their platform and these people who supposedly love us and love my husband and love you know our kid didn't even know that was happening and they're they're supporters of the gop and in that conversation they're saying to us well i want to understand tell me and it's reached a point for me where I used to feel it's my responsibility to educate people. Maybe 
on some level it was, but my responsibility has changed because I, my responsibility now is to protect my family. And I've said to these people, and I want you to hear this because hopefully this will empower you to do the same thing, not only for yourself, but if you're an ally and somebody who wants to be an ally to really understand that if you, you know, I said to, to these people, you don't want to understand. You just want me to tell you. It's not my job to educate you. If you really want to understand, you would know. If you really wanted to understand how your voting and, and your politics or your belief systems or the people you surround yourself with, where they stand with in regards to supporting my husband and our family within the state, you would know all of this information already. You would have read the details. You would care. You would join the Texas Equality Council. You would join, you know, like, so if you really wanted to know, like you say you do, you would do the work, but that's not what's happening. You're actually just wanting me to sit here and explain it to you, which is not my job, right? If, if you really want to be an ally to me, you would say to me or to anybody who you want to stand with, hey, I saw this, I read this, and I don't agree with it. And here's what I'm doing to, to help change the way that this operates because I believe in you and I stand with you. But in the most recent conversation with this straight white male friend, he said, well, I just don't, I just don't pay attention. I just, I, I just don't listen. And I said to him, well, that must be nice to not have to do that. That's called privilege. When you don't have to worry about whether or not your rights are affected in the next election. And he went, Wow, you're right. And I said, yeah. And yet there's still no in the next commitment for him. And it's uncomfortable. I understand. But if you're not, I said, it's not enough. It's just like we hear from our black and brown friends. It's not enough to be anti-racist. It's not enough to just be not racist or not homophobic. You have to be anti-racist, anti-homophobic. And you need to speak up. And if you're not willing to do that, then I don't know that you're somebody I want to surround my family with. It's important that we stand with something within this and get uncomfortable in order to help not just our families grow, our community grow, but to help the country, our state, the people grow. And that might mean you need to speak up. That might mean you need to say what you believe in. And your content can do that. And it can do that without being political. I'm not, what I'm talking about here is not even politics. The GOP is taking human rights and making them political. I'm talking about human rights. That's it. And you're going to probably see a little bit more of me speaking up about this because I'm feeling very passionate about pushing this idea of helping educate people how to be uncomfortable so that we can help each other grow. So I ask you, that's your action for the week. What are one to two things you can do this week that you know you need to do, but you're not doing because it makes you uncomfortable? How can you take one step towards pushing through that discomfort so that you can grow in that area? That's your challenge this week. Talk to you Thursday.